0: Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Ooh. Sponsored by... Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working.
1: seven five at 1280 the zone we gotta plug you in bro we uh <laughs> wow yeah we we had to do some evasive action there it's a football friday at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west big show gordon monson jake scott and of course the one the only coach ron mcbride what's up coach and a lemma. i don't see a lemma.
2: no i don't see him either i feel his presence
1: i do feel his uh, is he doing tv again today
2: i uh... I, I guess is that no, what's happening i don't know
1: I, I never heard from the man at least last week we heard from
2: him yeah well he's probably at, at the beauty parlor
1: gordon <laughs> any any guesses where where lemma is beauty parlor uh, that's probably I, about yeah right.
3: i think i think mac is right on the money man he knows lemma really well and uh, i think he's probably right yeah how are you Gordell? i'm doing all right how are you i uh, just uh, was out on a Beautiful walk, and uh, what a beautiful day it is today. And you know how how uh, temperamental I can be with the weather.
2: <laughs> so, I tell you what, the, it is gorgeous. You know, absolutely. I mean, the sun is bright, the sky is clear. Mid sixties.
3: Yes. Up, Ma- Mac. Have you always paid attention to the weather? Are you one of those guys that sort of started to appreciate uh, good uh, stuff like that uh, after you were. Uh, I don't know. Less uh, preoccupied with football.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I've been in all places where weather is is distinctive. Wisconsin, the weather was oh. m- miserable because <laughs> the University of Wisconsin is on two lakes, right? Yep. And it it just frees your you know what off, and, and I, you know I can think of so many stories from there with with the with the cold, and it when I come back here people say, Oh yeah, the winter's coming and I said, Hey, this is not winter. <laughs> <laughs> that's winter. That's, <laughs> that's, that's winter. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Actually it, well, then you were in Arizona I mean, having yeah, the yeah, complete yeah. opposite. So, so then in Arizona you wake up in the morning and we had this little flat flat kind of a flat house with a with this kind of a ten type roof on it, right? And so the sun would hit that thing and the sun would get up would come out in there at about 7 a.m. in the morning, right? And and it would just hit the top of that roof and and you'd walk out and that sun would just glare yeah. right in your face. And you know, I'd ride my I'd ride my bike from 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 home to school when we when we lived in that house. And so in July it was absolutely miserable in Tucson. That was in July and and parts of August and we took our camp down, or you know, we did our camp down in in uh, Douglas, Arizona, and I'll tell you, no air conditioning. It was just, just <laughs> it was it was like, oh, uh, it was something. Uh, so let, let, so let, so two
3: two things real quick. One, you could fry an egg on your roof. I bet you anything, absolutely. you could. And second of all. Is Utah one of your favorites because it's uh, it does have a little bit of change of season, but nothing that's going to drive you absolutely crazy.
2: No, Utah's great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know I don't mind I don't mind the winters. It's not, the winters are not bad, and and uh, you know the summers are are awesome, and kind of the, the mid time is awesome. You three out. you three. You see three seasons, and uh, this is
3: Jake's favorite time right now. Oh yeah, I love well, yeah, uh, I love the fall time. Right
1: now. Let me let me ask you this: What's the deal with coaches in the when the the team goes out to practice in the snow wearing shorts? <laughs> well, because yeah. Witt does that,
2: right? Were you that guy wearing shorts as a coach no, out no, there in the snow? No, no, no. Is that, I mean, I mean, I got I was used to the used to the winter. I tell you, the first the first practice we had at at uh, Wisconsin when I went there. So it was a pretty nice day, right? And this guy, the the equipment guy walks in, and he gives me this motorcycle jacket, right, that's got all kinds of, and I said, oh, I don't need that, you know. So I just went out. He said, oh, before the day's over, you're going to need that. I said, no, no. <laughs> so, so I got out there, and about hour into practice, it, the temperature goes down about 30 degrees, right? And I'm freezing but I can't tell you, but I can't, I can't like, because I'm just, this is the first day I'm with these, with these guys. I can't act like, like the weather's bothering me. Yeah, right. So, so I'm just pretending like, 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 uh, like I'm really cool. I, I tell you what, I never froze so hard in that, in that day. And I sat in that sauna for almost an hour after practice. (laughs) And I told the guy, I said, you make sure that motorcycle jacket is here every day, <laughs> <laughs> every single
1: day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I used to hear stories about uh, the wit making everybody practice outside at least once in the snow. Well, No, it's good. It's good, it's
2: good for your team. I mean, I mean, they have to, uh, you know, you know. I like practicing a team in cold weather, you know, especially really bad weather, because you got to play in it, so you got to u- get used to it. You can't every time the weather's bad, you're going to go in, in in your indoor facility. You know, you yeah. need to, so that so the players have to be a, accustomed to what's, what's going on. I know that the University of Arizona came in here maybe seven, eight years ago, and I tell you what, that coach did a great job of training those guys for the weather because the weather here was horrible. And the weather in Arizona is pretty good. And all he did was he was spraying those guys with water every day, <laughs> ball with water, you know. But the coach did a great job. And when they came in, they didn't turn it over. You know, that was a game where Utah should have won. The it was.
1: I know exactly what game it was. It was three years ago, three years ago. Maybe when the, they – if they won that game, they would have played Colorado for the division. Right. And they
2: – and, yeah, Rich Rod turned the sprinklers on all week, right? Yeah, he did. and And, and – because I talked to a couple of the kids, you know, a couple. Of, I said, well, how yeah. are you guys doing with this deal? I said, well, I said, no problem. I mean, we've been, I mean, coaches made us miserable all week. And, and so this weather is not going to. And
1: you know, they had, a, they had a really good running back. That, what was that kid? Kadim Carey? Is that it?
3: Kadeem Carey? Yeah.
2: And that was a huge game for Utah. Yeah. And that could have been the last good Arizona team.
3: Wow. Mac, Mac, I got I got one question for you on your motorcycle jacket. Right. On the back of it, did it say Bobby Petrino's Motorcycle Club? No, it didn't.
2: No. Very no. funny, oh, my Gordon. God, very funny. <laughs> very guy. funny I, Gordon. I tell you what. You know what? <laughs> and 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 Gordon, I do know the true story on that deal.
3: Do you? Really? You want to share?
2: Well, I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe an off-air
3: but kind of thing. We, but, we all want to know what the what the heck was
2: going on there. Brian? Yeah, because because uh, I don't know whether you could because maybe I'd be liable, you know, <laughs> because this is stories you get from the coaches, right? You know, that uh-huh. know the story, right? Mm. And so, do you know him well, Bobby? Uh huh. I know him a little bit, but not not well you know he was at louisville when i was at kentucky right and and uh uh so we we hated louisville they hated us you know so it was uh, but i will say one thing when i had a heart attack at at kentucky bobby petrino sent me a note and flowers you know? wow. oh maybe, did he? maybe he was hoping i'd pass i don't know
3: <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but I will I will say this one time I flew into uh, Lexington. That's not even actually funny, is it? No. no, actually on a couple of occasions. And I'm telling you that uh, that's some pretty country through there, isn't it? Uh, at least it looked that way from the air. And when I got down on the ground, I was there for basketball. So I went to Rupp Arena. But uh, but anyway, uh, that, that's a pretty part of the country, isn't
2: it? Hey, I tell you what, there's so many stories about Adolph Ruff, you know, going back. Anytime you went to a, went to a uh, barbecue or something where old timers were there, guys that have been there, they all would tell stories about 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 Adolph Ruff, and and about the the Alabama genius, you know, who was at at. Uh, at Kentucky for a short while. You know, oh, Bear guys, Bryant? Bear Bryant. So the one the run one great story. I'm in eastern Kentucky recruiting recruiting a kid and this guy's walking the track and he's about eighty probably then. And he comes up to me and said I'm gonna tell you one thing, coach, here it was. Twenty seven years ago today I was at this high school and the bear touched me on the shoulder <laughs> and said said, Boy, you ever grow into that suit, we might take you up to UK. <laughs> <laughs> and then And then there was this other guy that was Bear's bag man, right? So he was the guy that paid the players, right? <laughs> so 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 I'm sitting there, he and I and this guy's another older gentleman, uh, and he said, he said, I was Bear's bag man. I said, well, I said, what's a bag man? He said, well, you couldn't, you couldn't give out the money on the university. So I, my office was downtown. And so when the players needed some money, they would come down to me and the Bear would send them down and then I'd give them some money so they could get through the weekend or whatever. And, and I was, I was the Bear's bag man. <laughs> that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing the the, the Adolf Ruff story is even a better one because this other guy was a manager for Adolf Ruff right another another old guy and so I said hey you know I was I was Adolf Ruff's uh manager I said so we're playing he said every time we were playing somebody at home Adolf Ruff would have me hide under the stands and watch their practice, you know, and then and then tell them, what and then go back and tell them what to do. So they were playing a team that that had a, a way different offense than anybody had ever seen, and so the kid goes back to Ruff and he says, "Hey, coach, they're running this this triangle in three offense," and and Adolf says. I don't know I don't know about that triangle in three so he said as the story goes he said well he went to the uh, there was there was a publication used to come out used to have all the different offenses there so Rupp went to the went to that thing and looked looked oh here it is triangle in three you do this you do this you do this and then after the game was over and Kentucky had won and they they asked you know, Hey, man, how did you figure out this triangle in three? You never seen it. He said, "Ah, no problem. I, I figured, <laughs> I figured out right away what they were doing." After... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the, and, and then the kid, the guy, he was still pissed because he never got credit. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I never got credit for that. That was me. That wasn't Adolf Ruff. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Oh, that's so funny.
2: I'll, I'll tell you one other story
3: about uh, about Bear. I, 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 and I was this was just me watching on television, but it was right toward the end of his career. And this was that by the, this time he's at Alabama, obviously. And he uh, the, the TV interviewer goes over to him at either at halftime or at the end of the game. I might have been the end of the game. And he said he asked Bear a question. And I'm telling you, uh Mac, i I got a lazy mouth. I I have a tendency at times, Jake will tell you to to maybe slur my words a little mumble nah, a little bit. No. But I'm telling I'm telling you right now, he uh Bear said like five sentences and I picked out like one word, the well, yeah, well, I, I heard uh... I heard the and then I heard you like that.
2: He kinda mumbled? Oh, big time, man. No. So there's there was well, he was coaching the East West Shrine game, right? And so one of my guys is coaching with him, right? And so he said, I went to we were at lunch, he said, Barrett used to like to tip that whiskey, right? He said, So Barry was tipping the whiskey and, and he said that so we're going out and there's a there's one of those deals where they hang up your coats, right? He uh. thought it was a person, so he's carried on, he's, <laughs> Stop he's it. on a no. conversation. <laughs> and, with the coat rack? the coat rack, And my guy says, yeah, Bear, Bear was talking to the coat rack. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, no, no way. <laughs> and, and, oh, man. Yeah. And then the one, the one dude that used to be, was kind of his main guy, that was on the sideline all the time, right? I said, I said, but I said, hey, so so and so kind of like go to everybody talks to him. Just, his his thing is not connected. In other words, oh, really? There's yeah, nothing yeah. To- yeah. So so so. <laughs> Bear let him wear it for the girls to see. you know, To show off. Yeah, yeah, show Oh, off. my oh, so, gosh, that's so, so funny. So I said, hey, what? And I, they had a nickname for the guy. I can't remember his nickname. And he said, well, so-and-so, yeah, yeah, he, he's he down there. And he got his headset on, but it ain't connected to anybody. And he just <laughs> pretended like he's talking to him so the, so the girls could see. How important he is. Important yeah, how important is. he is. You know. Wow. That is uh, funny.
3: Yeah I don't know if there's stuff. a more revered coach in the in the history of college sports than Bear Bryant down that way is it that- I
2: tell you what they loved him you know oh, people in Kentucky loved him when he was there and obviously Alabama the guy walks on water you know because he was just a unique you know a unique individual of, of uh, interesting character you know
1: Having a bag man yeah. didn't hurt, you know. You're having You're a bag man. Well, hey, <laughs> hey I tell you what. Now
2: that's the way you operate in the south. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, his s- office is downtown. Yeah, his yeah. office is downtown. His office
1: is downtown. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, his office is that, downtown. But that, but that was the way of doing. That's the way. That's what was the way of doing business. I mean, that just kind of was standard. You know, kind of standard. That's how it worked. Standard procedure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. All right. We do have a lot to do t- today. Coach, we'll uh, we'll get your thoughts on uh, on some of the college football last week uh, hey, coming up around the corner.
2: Yeah, well, the Flying Eagles are getting ready to fly. Hey, <laughs> a big game tonight up in Morgan? Yeah, in Morgan, the Flying Eagles, they're probably on the bus right now. What, uh, what are we up there? Semis? Yeah, semis, yeah. It says the yeah.
1: semis. Wow. All right. Well, go Juan Diego. Go Juan Diego. The Flying Eagles
2: are getting ready to fly.
1: All right, uh, we'll get to uh, some football coming up next. Uh, we are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West here in their brand. Spanking hey, new
2: Salt Lake location. Coach. Oh, you look good. You shaved today. Oh, my God, look at you. I look pretty. You do look pretty. Pretty ugly. Oh, my God. Hey, he looks like a lemma today. He does. He's got a little <laughs> lemma going today. I agree. Where, where is the lemma? Nobody knows. Steve's doing TV hey, for high school, hey, I think. So, hey, Tom pays all his money. To be the sponsor show, and then kind of the co, uh, the uh, celebrity, as you put uh-huh. it, and, and media darling.
1: Media darling dilemma. Are we
2: talking Gordon, the media darling? Oh uh, well, <laughs>
1: well, 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 you know, well, Gordon is is Gordon. a star of stage and screen. That yeah, is G-
2: Gordon is is uh, uh, well documented. <laughs>
4: <What? It's laughs> <a> star <laughs> of written script and.
1: Well, he claims he wrote that uh, – what movie did you write, Gordon? Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. No, you didn't.
3: I didn't actually write it, but I wrote – oh, never mind. I don't need to explain He You wrote myself. a column
1: I, about that. About it wasn't that. a
3: column. It was a huge profile on the guy. Okay. Well, and then that? the movie came out, and it said exactly what was in the story I wrote. But See? Oh, well. And
1: he's bitter because he's not getting that, I thought that he was talking, cash. About,
4: I thought he was talking about me my covid weight gain a huge profile
2: (laughs) i tell you what you look really good right today i'm telling you that coach i am pretty pretty ugly no you look you look hey you look great even your neighbor across the street would like the way you're looking today
4: yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that guy. <laughs> for those, for those who don't know, I live across the street from Coach Witt, so we love Coach Witt. But yep. you guys just made a statement—the most loved and honored college football coach—they're
2: right here. That's our guy, Coach the, Mack. The coach yeah, Mack, absolutely. In the honor
4: of Lavelle—nobody's more loved yep. than those two. I,
2: totally I tell you what—you know what, what? One thing you know with the with the BYU hat last week, uh, Lavelle's birthday was last week. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. So my wife reminded me
4: again. You know, it's Lavelle's birthday yesterday. All
2: right. And and so it was all right. You wearing a hat?
4: So yep. for those who want to get Lavelle presents, just bring them my way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and
2: then and then Patty Edwards sent me a check. Did she? Yeah. She did. yeah that's good.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. And I said yeah. Well, well uh, there's, there's, there's been little no little. news this week. It's kind of been a slow week. Oh, yeah. For... Oh, yeah. We sold the jazz. That's not big. Yeah, that's not big at all. not big. Not all. big... So, so because of that little story, I thought we'd do something special today. Oh. Let's do it. I love it. People are just like, oh, my gosh, are we going to be better? Are we going to be worse? But they can rest easy on their adjustable bed. There you go. I like it. I like like it. i tell you what. Uh, The the jazz aren't going anywhere, and I'm telling you, Ryan Smith will help us take it to the – I say us because I'm a a jazz fan.
2: Maybe we could do a Ryan Smith special.
4: We're going to do that right now.
2: Okay. Great minds think alike over there on that end. Uh
4: If you remember, I told you last week that um, mattresses are hard to get. Yep. But I told you I got a deal on these made-in-USA gel-infused memory foam – and gel infused hybrids i'm going to do that with and and i'm going to tell you the base it's it's called an e455 it's with the bluetooth module queen with mattress made in usa gel infused hybrid or gel infused memory foam mattress the entire package you don't have to say ryan smith but i'm calling it the ryan smith all right rest easy you're in good hands package
2: yeah. So if 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 Ryan, if you're listening, drop by.
4: Uh, if you're listening, us, Ryan, you need an adjustable bed because you'll sleep easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Eight hundred ninety nine dollars instead of the Amazon price for the base fifteen ninety nine and twelve ninety nine for the mattress. So you're getting hey, that. Hey, Tom,
3: Tom. Yes. How about how about this? You'll feel like a billionaire when you sleep on this mattress and on this bed.
4: Well, Gordon, we know you are a billionaire, but you're sleeping on it, so you can attest to that. Boy, oh boy, like I, nice! I nice. Hey, I, I,
2: I can't even phantom the numbers. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? The, the interesting thing about this guy—they
4: were talking pennies, yeah, not dollars, right? Yeah.
2: This yeah. guy's a self-made guy. Yeah. I mean, nobody. I mean, he—he he must be brilliant, first of all.
1: Well, he he started the company out of his garage, is yeah. the is the legend. Well, you know
2: what? And, and you know. R.C. Willie, that's kind of where he started, too. You know, he started... Never
4: with, heard of those that's guys. A, that's a dirty <laughs> that, word. That's, yeah, that's that's a what one. are you well, talking I'm,
2: about? And then Tom, the same way. The same way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good save, coach. Yeah. So, so. Hey, I,
4: I have I have a neighbor who went to high school at uh, Provo High School with Ryan Smith. They said he is, like, the greatest, down-to-earth, wonderful guy. So this yeah. is, this well, is he, Rest Easy, Ryan Smith special. Special. Instead of... 1299 plus 1599 that's 1600 and 300 is $2,900 package that's called radio math by the way for yeah good okay. job instead of 2900 bucks 899 dollars and we will deliver it and set it up for 75 bucks
1: how about that i'm going to
4: do this in honor of Ryan too come in you buy it today or tomorrow Free mattress protector, and I said I'm never doing that. Yeah,
1: that, what are those are worth 100, 150 this, bucks?
4: The hundred, master, they're 150 dollars, ten year warranty. They'll Sweet. protect. but listen, you can rest easy. Jazz are in good hands. 1825 hey, South, hey,
1: 300 hey. West. It's the so, warehouse. So we got Ryan. Miss- what?
3: <laughs> I can vouch for what Tom just said because I I did purchase one, and boy, I'll tell you, it's. Uh, well, I it, tell you if, what. you, if you if you if you don't have one of these, folks. You need one. Did I just get myself
1: in trouble, Jake? No, you're good. 1825 no, South 300 How did he get himself yeah. in trouble? I have no idea, but we probably ought to go to break before he really does. Uh, <laughs> can take advantage of Tom's what? generosity. Hey, Come on hey, down. 97.5 and 12 into d- the zone. How are you dumb.
0: You're listening to another edition of Football Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Band of the day today, Smokey Robinson, selected by Coach
1: Mack and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Live at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come on by. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the Warehouse good call on smokey coach yeah, Smokey. yeah man one of the one of the great voices and you know he was the guy who wrote half those hits for everybody else right, too right. i mean he's a he, no, yeah, brilliant
2: you, he's a brilliant guy
3: so uh i gotta tell you i was just listening to, to a little bit of this uh just uh last night so isn't that a weird coincidence that is a weird coincidence yeah, yeah. yeah. tears
2: yeah. of a
1: clown man yeah tracks of my tears is my favorite i think smoky Yeah. Smokey yeah song. tears of a clown is great
2: i tell you what, Smokey was really talented. And uh, the other guy who passed away, uh, you know, a few years back, I'm trying to name his name, but his voice was just unbelievable. Um,
3: well, so many... You, you know, when grades. I think... Mac, when I think of your, your lifetime, man, you talk about some great music over that span. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, when you were... When you were young and, and uh, frisky and running around, uh, you had some good stuff to listen to back Fritz. in the day. Oh,
2: yeah, well, i tell you what. It was all all, all rock and roll, and uh, and, uh, and you had Wolfman Jack. We were talking about Wolfman Jack <laughs> on the show this week. No yeah. kidding. That was Wolf- Tuesday. Hey. Now, Wolfman Jack, he was the best because he'd go, Hey, this is Wolfman Jack <laughs> hey, coming to you from Central and. And Fourth Street in Compton. <laughs> where was he? That where was, was he? Awesome. Where,
3: where was he centered out of, Mac? Do you know?
2: Yeah, downtown L.A. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Wolfman, Wolfman Jack, and the Squeaking Deacon.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, downtown Los Angeles. I just yeah. googled it. Yeah, uh, Wolfman Jack. That's funny. That's funny that that would all come up because we did. We talked about Wolfman Jack on Tuesday. He, he
2: had the greatest voice. Yep. He'd come out. He sounded like sounded like he was in a dungeon someplace.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there we, we were talking about uh, our mutual friend Fast Eddie having the perfect nickname. Wolfman Jack might have that. That uh, guy. That guy hey, needed to be named Wolfman Jack. First of all, Wolfman this is Jack.
2: this is what fifty years later.
1: Yeah. And yeah. are we still talking about him? still talking
2: about Wolfman Jack.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, that's hilarious. Well, we yeah, did, we
2: should
3: Austin Austin was uh, imitating trying to impersonate him uh, the other day, and we were playing music. In fact, that was our music theme for the day, Mac. It was music that uh, Wolfman would have been spinning. Yeah,
2: yeah. well, yeah. Hey, hey, I tell you, Wolfman's show was great
1: well by the by the way austin's not here today so feel free to tease austin mercilessly he's he's, uh, he's, he's
2: getting uh, another tattoo yeah he
1: and his <laughs> <laughs> he and his pierced nipples are are taking the day off yeah, i now, have yeah. pierced
2: nipples <laughs> so <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't believe that <laughs> so uh austin's not with us today we miss him uh, but uh hope he's doing well out there
3: well, hey Mac, i got a question for you when you were young when you were when you were uh, 20 years old
2: Right. Did you have long hair? No, my dad never let me have long hair. Uh, did you want to have long house? hair? Well, I kind of had long hair when I was coaching at at uh, at, uh, at junior college and at, when I first went to UC Riverside and Long Beach State. And then, you know, then I got Then you tightened to... it up, tightened it back up. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my dad, he'd make it. Make you get a haircut every two weeks, regardless, and oh. he'd take you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like you're going down there. Yeah, you you ain't have no kid, no kid like none of my kid look like that. You know, <laughs> so he'd see one of the guys I hung around with, and he'd say, "You ain't gonna be looking like that guy." <laughs> I mean, so my my dad didn't play. You know, he was he was uh, he was real serious about a lot of stuff.
3: My Go? dad, uh, Mac. My dad sent me back to the barber one time he said it wasn't short enough i <laughs> had to go back that was look so my embarrassing man.
2: look at my man did you see that
3: <laughs> yeah I,
1: I saw that picture our, yeah on <laughs> site engineer sean with some long hair
2: uh yeah i had, the, I had long hair at times I, had- I tell you what the one of the worst days ever was so mike my my old uh, my uh, second oldest boy so we're we come back from from San Jose because I need to have a summer job, you know. During so, I'm working in a steel mill, and we're living with my with my parents, right? And my dad was big on his haircuts, so Mike at that time had these real big ears, right, <laughs> and stuff. And so my dad goes up, and 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 my wife, he had a nice little hairdo that my wife loved, and so. My dad goes out and gives him one of those tight butches. And he got the big ears. So so she was she was beside herself. So I come home says, Go take a look at your son. I said I said your dad loves the way he looks, but look at him—he's got those ears and no hair. And, and I tell you what, she just went off. I mean, oh man! I—I I said I told my mom, you know, I said, Jeez, tell, tell dad that, you know, let Vicky handle the." haircuts let's you know Don't <laughs> worry
1: about the haircuts from here
3: on out <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and, and then my mom says you know how your dad loves short hair <laughs>
3: <laughs> did he did your dad have a military background or something mac why the why well, the discipline
2: uh, the, the texas influence i guess you know just oh. the the kind of the way he was he was raised you know so so they were that was a interesting group boy we, ne- we never got through a family uh, one of the, you know like we I mean, had these big family get-togethers we we never made it through a family get-together because <laughs> my dad would get in a fight with one of his brothers and and then and then and then and then we would and then he my mom would say, "I guess we're going home now, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, we never got through a family deal ever, you know, because always either one of his brothers would be drinking or or somebody would be doing something, and then he would get mad, and then his brother would get mad, and then <laughs> there they're gonna go throw down in the parking lot. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so my mom would say, "Hey, we're on We're going home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so and Ruthie's drunk. <laughs> 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 oh man." Um
1: let, let's talk uh let's talk a little football. Let's be a little productive. Uh oh, okay. yeah, I think second. that should be
3: a I think that should be a drop. Aunt Ruthie's drunk. Aunt Ruthie's <laughs> oh, drunk. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh coach, I don't know if you had a chance to uh to catch i uh, well I'm sure you did. BYU Texas State last week, fifty two to, yeah. to fourteen. Well,
2: well, share a, share a couple of thoughts. Well first of all, they came out with the duck formation, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the Donald the yes. Duffy and uh, so they come out with this formation that the that the uh, the guy doing the game didn't understand what or what. didn't understand it was a duck formation, right? And so so what happens if you don't match up? Then you you know, then you just idolize to what you see where the numbers are and they were able to move down the field with the duck, you know, with right. Donald and Duffy and th- those group that group and just looking at the numbers. So you got to match the numbers up because you just take a look out there and you say, okay, the numbers are here, the numbers are here. so where's the less numbers And then that's the play you run is where the less numbers are. And when they try to match up then you figure where the next less yeah. numbers are. So they got by with it you know for that first series. but after that it was it was all over and uh, BYU just eventually was a much much better football team and and, and the thing about BYU, is with this team, they don't panic. Yeah. You know, they just kind of go about their business and get ready for next series. But you don't see a lot of anxiety on the sideline or a lot of this. You just see guys kind of making adjustments and said, okay, we, we'll go on with this. And, and um,
1: we saw it in the Houston game when they kind of went through that little lull oh, and yeah. then finished them off in the fourth quarter.
3: So is that is that, is that does that stem from solid defense smack or is it because they know they can score?
2: Well, I think it's just that they have a lot of confidence in what they can get done, and they're a pretty, a pretty, pretty together football team. You know, in other words, they kind of, they kind of feed off each other, and uh, you don't see, kind of these lulls that you see with some teams. If you, something bad happens, then you kind of drop your head. If something good happens, you get enthused. You know, it's just they just kind of pretty level, even pretty level group and and i i think that that they're gonna have a a problem at boise and they're gonna have a problem at san diego state i mean both of those teams are good teams san diego state particularly on defense and and boise all the way has a good team all the way around they got a good team on offense good team on defense and they got a really good secondary you know that's the thing that, that their they're back end guys are really good players.
1: We'll we'll talk. Uh, I want to talk to you about Utah State Boise in the next segment. So we'll right. get a little bit deeper deeper okay. into the Broncos.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: But as far right, as BYU, right, right. oh sorry, go uh, ahead.
3: Mark. One thing, Jake, that I was going to ask Mac about is that when you when you're playing a team that you know you're better than, uh, I think it's easier not to panic. I wonder what. Well, of course, you you brought up Houston and Houston's a you know a respectable program. And the Cougars didn't show any panic there, but I wonder how it'll go on that dumb blue turf up there, Mac. Uh, that's uh, that's like a whole other adventure. And BYU's never won a game up there before. So, so what? And,
2: and what you worry about more than that, Gordon, if you haven't been tested up to that point, in other words, you've kind of rolled through these teams you played, you know. And then all of a sudden you get a team that really punches you in the mouth back. You know, and then you're you're maybe down at halftime or something. You know, then then how do you respond? And a little bit of that happened to to Utah a year ago when they went up to play Oregon. You mm-hmm. know, in the in the bowl game, because Utah had been punching these teams in the mouth and then they quit. You know, and then all of a sudden they just roll over them, and uh, and they hadn't really been punched back right until they played Oregon. And you could tell at halftime at that game that Utah was in trouble. Because Oregon kept punching them back and kept ep- answering the, the call right, and 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 Oregon had been in some really tough games, because they're they were kind of a funny team. You know, one week they show up, the next week they don't. You know, they were kind of like a, a peak and valley team, and and so when they just kept punching them in the mouth, you could tell at halftime. Yeah, the Oregon comes out of the locker room. They're they're really excited, you know. They come out a lot of energy. Utah came out of the locker room like a team that wondered just what happened to them, huh. you know. And they never caught, quite got back. You know, they tried to answer a couple of things, but then Oregon had an answer. So.
1: I I like uh, their coach Oregon Cristobal. We've interviewed him. Well, a, couple he's, of a times. he's a
2: line he's a line guy. Yeah, you know, and there's you know everybody in the conference. Kind of complains about their recruiting, you know. Maybe they're jealous of them, but you you talk to so and so, or so and so, and so and so, and Oregon's cheat. They're cheating. They're doing this. They got that, that
1: Nike Nike support. Well, yeah.
2: they well they're just you know so, you know just different people say yeah. Well, they're but, they understand how to recruit. And they do a good job at, And I tell you what. They do a really good job with the parents, do they? And they do a good job with 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 uh, with follow up, you know, knowing everybody in the family, stuff like that. You know, like I don't know, one of the parents of the borgos recruits. Oh yeah, they called me for my birthday. You know, this was a, <laughs> this was a mom. Yeah, you know? yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Cristobal, the head coach, called me for my birthday. I said, "You got to be kidding." No, no. He called. We talked, and huh? you know, so. But they they understand all of the the things in recruiting, the important the the things that are important, the, the little things. Well,
1: Gordon and State I have Hors. both been up there. That that facility yeah. they have up there too. Sorry, Gordon, uh, is, no. is beautiful, uh, and that yeah. stadium is is awesome.
2: Well, they were the first ones that had TVs in the in the kids' lockers. Yeah. You know they like uh, that stuff. Oh, the kids! Oh, you. Yeah. Hey, what do you like about Oregon? Oh man, there's a TV <laughs> in my locker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, Mac. One of these days, Jake, we're going to have to get Mac to start telling some of recruiting stories. One of these times, because oh, man, I, you know, hey, hey, both hey, both hey, for hey. and against. I'm I'm really fascinated by the, the. I mean, it is a battleground out there, isn't it, Mac? Hey,
2: there's so many good stories. From recruiting especially in the old days you know yeah. back back the wild west back in the wild wild west where, <laughs> where, where you got a guy sitting out inside of a guy's house and you do doing i mean you you're angling everything you can to be that be that guy to get the kid to sign a letter and <laughs> you got three or four coaches sitting out in front and and you're hiding guys out in and the in, in in the middle of the ocean, you know. <laughs> you know. Hey, where is that kid? I don't know, but they can't find him because he's out in the Pacific Ocean <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> That's what we did with Gerald Smith. You know, we put him. So it was us, Oregon, Washington. Where was that? Long Beach. So we we have a guy. This guy Vern Schooley who has a boat. I said, just take him out on a boat. <laughs> don't come and don't bring him back <laughs> until that thing is signed. Yeah, until that pretty till he signs. <laughs> they got these coaches looking all over for him, right? They're at a, they're at his house in Pomona and no O'Gerald. Where? They, no, he's out. He's, he's out on. He's fishing. He's out, fishing. He's out, <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's out fishing. He'll be back. He'll He'll be be back back in a bit. He'll be back in a bit. And he he never reappeared. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stay tuned. We'll have uh, more. We'll talk Utah State. Can you you see
2: the guy from Oregon calling the the head coaches? Can't find him.
1: (laughs) He can't find him anywhere. You can't find him anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is funny. All right, we want to remind you uh, about our good friends at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Uh, they, it's been proven in lab tests to remove more dirt and soils than any other method. Their powered water cleaning means no soap, no shampoos, no toxic chemicals. Schedule your Zero Res Cleaning today. More straight ahead from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. It's the big show on a football Friday, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Breaking down the Utes, Cougars, and the Aggies. This is Football Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show. Gordon Monson,
1: Jake Scott, 97.5 at 1280. The Zone. of football Friday. Coach Mac hanging out with us today. Alema's off doing TV stuff. 1825 South, 300 West. That's where we are. The warehouse here in Salt Lake. We'll talk to Tom in a moment. He's off finding a Coach Mac deal. So yeah,
2: he is. He's, 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 hey,
1: see what he comes back with. He he'll, he'll come back with something special for you. Yeah, coach. He's, yeah. Got, he's got it. He's got something. He's got something up his sleeve. Um. Let's talk a little bit about Utah State and Boise State because okay. uh, it, it, we Gordon and I kind of had this thing. Coach, and here's where I'll start you. Was that game more about Boise being good, or should we be concerned about how things are going in Logan?
2: Well, I talked to Gary this morning, was a little while ago. and Now, they they had like eight or nine guys out, yeah, because of the COVID thing. So they're playing a lot of young guys. And obviously, it showed some deficiencies because of uh, of maybe who they were playing with and who Boise was playing with. And um, so it's it was they got a lot of young guys, a lot of reps. Got to see what Shelley's all about. Got to see what we already know what Warren's about. Yeah, he's you know gonna be good. Yeah, Warren. But he can't. Warren's not one of those guys who could take every rep, you know, because he's gonna, because he's really a physical runner, and he's going to take some punishment because he he delivers punishment, but also he takes punishment. So he's one of those guys that's going to get he's going to get beat up, and uh, uh, but but uh, the Devontae Henry Cole, can't, yep. so he didn't he didn't he was out. He only got three three carries, I think. Yeah, but I think he'll be he'll be more productive uh, in this game, and so they kind of go from the frying pan to the fire because uh, uh, they got San Diego State, State this week. Yeah, they, they start
1: off with the two best teams in the league,
2: and San Diego State's the, the real thing, particularly on defense. And they play at eight o'clock uh, on Saturday night, so that that. Maybe that's a plus for Utah State playing late, you know, like that. And maybe if it's really cold up there or whatever, maybe that'll that'll help. But I would say that that'll be that'll be a, a tough a tough outing for them.
3: What do you think, Mac, about uh, Utah State's difficulty throwing the
2: ball? Well, I think part of it was was uh, was that. Boise's really good in the back end, for one thing. And I don't think Shelley was particularly sharp. And I don't know how good the, the routes, you know, the routes looked like they cut some of the routes off short, you know. And so when you're looking for a certain place for the route to be, maybe the receiver cut it short and looked like they didn't maybe complete the route or, or complete the, what they call the clear route. The clear out route, um, so it looked like it, it. looked like they were a little out of sync, you know. And 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 the quarterback, I think, struggled particularly in the first half, you know. With, with uh, it looked like he was a little bit sh- a little bit shaky. Uh, but once they started to bit you know, establish the run game, then their their pass game became a little better. I like the big receiver they have. He's a good looking kid, you know. Six. Six ish kid, and he looks like he could be a go-to guy. Uh, so it's pretty hard to pretty hard to kind of figure out, you know, how good how how good Utah State will be or how good they are at this point, because and they looked a little bit out, man, maybe, and maybe defensively, you know, a little bit in the front and. They didn't maybe tackle well in this in the second half, so but I like the idea in the third quarter where they really came back and put together a hard nosed drive, you know, and they went down and, and Warren just was like a man possessed you know and uh, they they fed him the ball and he he broke tackles and and he got he got Boise's attention by the so way, you were talking.
1: Oh, sorry. It was just real quick, Gordon. Before before you go, just a little note. You were talking about Justin McGriff, the the wide receiver. I was looking up his dimensions real quick. Right. Six six two twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a big boy. That's a. That's well, he's
2: a, a nice, he's a really nice looking yeah. kid. I mean, Harold Carmichael. Huh?
3: Yeah. Uh, sorry, Gordon. I, go ahead. You remember yeah, Harold,
2: right. you remember Harold Carmichael?
3: I do. Six eight. What was he for the
2: Eagles, man? He yeah. Was, oh yeah. I remember that guy.
3: Yeah. Really big. Uh, so what, how do you? Uh, and we'll talk more about this next Friday. But uh, I, I'm just curious to know how you feel about the matchup between BYU and Boise State. How do you, you talked about the toughness of that that I, secondary? I, how do you think it's going to go?
2: I think I think to me, I think it's an even contest. You know, mm-hmm. as far as if I'm, uh, you know, in other words, uh, there's certain things. I like I like the. The Wilson kid, the quarterback. I think he's pretty poised right now, and I like, I like, I still like BYU's offensive line. I think, I think they they could, they could knock the Boise guys around in the front. I I, I think. Uh, the back end guys will give you will give you a problem because of their coverage skills, and so your route, your timing on your routes have to be really good to get. Because they're not going to have as much space as they've had in these other games. Yeah. So, to me, there's going to be a lot of little things in that game, and the game is going to go right down into, into the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And mm-hmm. somebody's going to either make a play in the kicking game or there's going to be something that's that will be one or two plays that will make the difference. I hope
1: so. I can't wait. It'll be a great game. Yeah, It'll absolutely. be a great game. I
2: mean, I, don't, I just see – I just see Boise as being the power of the Mountain West, yeah. you know, just the way that looks it. And, uh, and San Diego not being very far behind yep. them. And, uh, and, and the fact that BYU, is, is, this is a very good football team.
1: Yeah, all right. Uh, we're here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West, a brand new Salt Lake City location, of course, in Orem eighty-six East University
4: Parkway. Tom is coach with us once again. Tom has a special coach. Okay, th- that that was nice analysis, but you're always bolder than that. Who's going to win? Or the game? Yeah, uh, BYU uh, or Boise State. I'm picking BYU. Me too. I hate Boise State. Well, we I, had that discussion we did. last week. They don't
1: like the field either.
4: No, that blue cheating chair. blue uniform on that blue field. I tell you is what. That, Mac, is that tough to
2: play on? No. It, it, psychologically it is if if you let it get to you because, you because that's why they painted those fields red, the one at Eastern Washington and the one blue up there because psychologically it's supposed to get in your head that, you know, that reminds you this is their home turf and it belongs to them. It's like the guy that painted his locker room pink, and it's like the other guy that yeah. you know, the other guy that waters down the waters down the field before the game to make sure that if you got more speed, that that.
1: It's soggy in that grass groves. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's soggy, I remember a few years ago when BYU played Florida State. Uh, what well, was a Christian Ponder? It was uh, it was oh, up here yeah. in Provo. It, it looked like they were running through the marsh, man. You could see it on TV.
2: It was you, you, know, say, you go and say, "What did it rain here yesterday?" <laughs> and the guy says, "No, well the water sprinkler broke." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, don't like that blue turf. Well, you uh, we teased that you were going to come back with a Coach Max We're going to do a
4: Coach Max special, but before we do that, uh, COVID protocols, we're, we're all masked up, as I don't have it for the radio right now, uh, but we're all masked up. You don't have to touch the door. It's an automatic door. We have sanitizer at the door. We give you lots of space. Um. A lot of people are still really ner- Oh, Look at Vidal over there, all pretty in his BYU blue mask. Look Where at- is he?
2: Where's Vidal? Right
4: here. Oh, hey, oh, Vidal,
2: look at you, man. <laughs> hey, good to see you, dude. Yeah, you, you got your Puma shirt on, too? What's that? You got your Puma shirt or Papuna or whatever it is? Yeah. I'm looking good, man. You are looking good. <laughs> He's always looking
4: good. Last week we had Vidal model on the coach yeah, sure special. Did. We so sure this did. week what we're going to do is we're going to do a special because it's Rest Easy Week because of Ryan Smith. The Coach Max special is we're going to do a queen adjustable head-up. Okay. With a What's twa- a head-up? It, it's a motorized adjustable bed that just your head is... you can lift up your head you can sit up and watch tv in bed you can work on your laptop if you're working from home if you need to escape from the kids and just go in your bedroom and get some work done you can lay in bed raise up your head by a motorized base we're going to do the whole package coach including made in usa gel infused hybrid or gel infused memory foam for 5.99 the mattress is about a $1,300 $1,300 mattress, and the base is 599 at our competitors. So come buy the base. I'll give you the mattress for free. Or come buy the mattress at a substantial discount, and I'll give you the base. I don't care what game you want to play. 599 It's unbelievable, but you won't get that price unless you say Coach Mack is the king.
2: Hey, I'm telling you what. Now, you better get in here and buy that thing right away because uh, – <laughs> I like the sounds good deal. of it. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's and when the deal.
4: coach says do it, you better do it. Are yep. you going to be running ladders? Yeah, ladders. <laughs> ladders. You're going to be doing <laughs> rolls. Suicides. <laughs> Suicides. You're going to be running laps. You better get in here.
2: Now is the time. Make you know, it happen. You know it was a hard thing for kids where you make them do ro- rolls? Oh, oh yeah. they don't like that's, those? That's oh, the rolls are terrible because you know, every kid pukes, you know. It's, <laughs> it's,
4: it's, it's... We used to talk – Few minutes ago about Clayton and he how Clayton went to yeah. Miami yeah. Clayton does rolls because he thinks it's fun yeah well but those guys who run you know 25 miles a day they're crazy
2: yeah well they can, they but you take a 300 pound lineman and you're doing rolls oh man I I remember Paul Toffemer at at Arizona in and so he was late to something skipped some so dick told me said dick told me just said just keep rolling, Paul. And he just kept <laughs> rolling and he kept puking. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. All right, and I said. I said, and and so he just roll, 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 throw up, roll, 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 throw up. I felt, I and the kid played for me, so I felt really bad for him, you know. Oh, but gross. But he was just, um, he'd do some really stupid stuff and. Then, <laughs> <laughs> and then end up in that predicament. Yeah, they're up in that predicament. <laughs> and, I, and I never forgot him just rolling and I'm feeling I feel bad for the kid because <laughs> and then he told me he just said, keep rolling, dude. <laughs> okay.
1: Get the coach max special 1825 South 300 West one more from the warehouse next 975 and 1280 the zone.